What's going on, guys? Before we get to the show, I wanted to remind you about our first ever Speak Truth Without Fear community event. I'll be there. Ross will be there. Our whole team will be there. We're going to be talking about topics that we can't talk about on social media because of censorship. It's all going to be on Zoom in private. We're so pumped. All you got to do is go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com, put in your email, and we'll send you the Zoom link. We got Ross DeBoss today on the show. We got Alex Lane. Please leave a review. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Normally we're a bit happier, <laughs> but today has been a complete curveball with everything that's going on. Or not or not a curveball, but like you told your mom seven miles ago that, Mom, I think this isn't even a road. Why are you driving down this road? And then you see like a cliff ahead and you're like, stop a week and a yeah. half ago. And she's like, what? And she just keeps driving. And then now we're all looking at what occurred because of this. And everybody's like, Trump is the one who told her to take a car. And it's like, this is ridiculous, guys. This is not even close to like something that you can just pin on somebody else. It's so yeah. bad that it it's. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, for those that are listening, if you don't know what we're talking about and you haven't watched your phone or Twitter or the news uh, as of right now and this is 4, 418 Eastern time on Thursday as of now we have 12 US service members that have been killed and 15 wounded in a terrorist attack in Cabal um, and on top of that we have as of right now reported 60 Afghan uh, 60 Afghans Af Afghan Afghan, Afghanis, Afghans, um, they have died and over 112 wounded, talking like over 200 people. And all of this, the, dude, it, it, this is just, I'm so, I'm so angry. I'm so mad. I'm so sad. I'm feeling all these emotions to the point where now I just feel numb. I feel completely numb right now. Um, and we're going to bring Alex on here in about 10, about 10 minutes. Um, who is married to someone that's in the military, who's in the army. I got off the phone with her a little bit ago and, you know, she, she has a whole different perspective on this because right now her and her husband are wondering, Hey, you know, am I, are we going to have, they have friends out there. They don't know if they're going to have to bury their friends when, when, when they find out her husband's is. in control of the funeral arrangements, if that, if, for that, yeah. if, of, of, is he control of the funeral arrangements that already have to occur now because of what's happened? Yeah. I mean, she can clarify when she comes on, but yeah, her husband's, her husband is over the funerals in DC, uh, for, you know, and she can clarify exactly what that is, but they don't know if they're going to have to bury their own friends in a couple weeks. And it's just, this could have been avoided. And that's the most heartbreaking thing yeah. that is that this should have been avoided. This should have not happened. And the most appalling thing on top of that is the silence from this administration. Supposedly Joe Biden's going to speak in about 45 minutes. They just announced it on Twitter. If it's anything less than a resignation, I will not be happy. Or if it's swift, like we're going to 
kill you all right now and it happens within the next 48 hours, then I'll be like, Joe, you're an idiot, but at least you did something right afterwards. And this just came out. Dude, I mean, there's so much coming out right now on Twitter right now. U.S. officials provided – this is Politico. The U.S. officials provided the Taliban with the names of Americans, Afghan allies to evacuate. Like we unbelievable. Gave, we gave the we gave the information and we talked about this I think on the last podcast for a little bit. Dude, the war on terror disappeared from 2016 to 2020. It disappeared. The 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 threat and the and the fear of US military under Trump and our commander in chief they did not mess with us. They did not want to mess with us cuz they knew that hell would rain on them. And now it, all it took was seven months. ISIS is claiming, uh, claiming, taking credit for this attack today. ISIS is back. Taliban is back. The war on terror is back. And all it took was seven months. And this, I mean, and you got Nancy Pelosi tweeting about today, an hour and a half ago, build back better. They're just like, they are completely, they are, they are so not in touch with what is going on in our country and the people that are hurting more than just even this attack. But yeah, you have ISIS that, yeah, that's just coming out. ISIS, ISIS is claiming credit for this attack, man. What's your thoughts, Ross? Dude, I don't know. You told me before this, you felt blackpilled after today. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel frustrated. For, I'm, I'm incredibly I say frustrated because that's just the way I say it. So there it is. <laughs> but everybody always jokes me about that. But I, I'm frustrated, man. Um, I feel like the whole entire world has basically resigned their freedom for medical federal protection that isn't even being accurately explained to everybody. And, uh, and this is just one of those other tentacles. Like, I mean, it's not like the whole entire globe <laughs> decided together separately that they should all do lockdowns, which have done worse for each country than they benefited them, like for economically and everything else. You know, there's a lot more to, to COVID than just, did you stop the virus? It's like, yeah, we also stopped the country. So, but, um, you know. Well, one, th one thing to think is if, if the government used emergencies or this emergency order to break the law don't you think the same governments would create emergencies to continue to break the law yeah i mean that's <laughs> i guess that's where i'm at jordan that's i guess that's the short answer is where i'm at is i'm going dang it i wanted to sit on a couch i wanted to enjoy life i wanted to have fun with my kids i've got a son that's going to be here in two weeks and um you know, I, I'm, I'm nervous of the world that that guy's got to grow up in now. And I, I'm going to have to become stronger and I'm going to have to make him stronger than, you know, like, I feel like we're a month and a half away from being on the run. Yeah. We're already labeled terrorists. We're already terror threats. We're already domestic. We're already domestic violent extremists. According to them, these are all these new yeah. bullshit, you know, whatevers. And yep. so we're already that bro. They already 
are doing the thing. You remember what they did to Trump when they when they when they lied about why they need to look at stuff and then they looked at everything. Do you really think the FBI is not going through mine and your text messages right now? Uh, they already have. They, they showed it to my house. Yeah, they they came to your house. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like <laughs> they're building a case. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Your intentions are irrelevant. It doesn't matter. And what's sad is that 40%, 30% of the nation probably agrees with whatever synopsis they come up with. Imagine you on a stand with a jury of your quote-unquote peers, lefties that live in Washington, D.C., and you're saying, uh, I've never said anybody should do anything offensively, but yes, I would certainly support people purchasing firearms to defend against a government that could become tyrannical. And then they go, but we know that that means that you're okay with violence against the government. And, uh, and so that's it. You're just yeah. done. But that's, here's what I'm saying. They've, they've been able to incriminate now ideologically 50% of the country is incriminated already. If they just go further with their beliefs that they're telling everybody. And, uh, that's, I'm frustrated. I'm angry about it. I don't really know what to do um for my wife what do you think is going through the mind of by what do you think is going through the mind not mean to cut you off through like legit biden supporters right now i mean do you do you think in there maybe one out of four one out of four biden supporters might be like huh this is kind of weird you know what i mean like Probably, probably one out of ten is like, dude, this was a mistake. But one out of four is probably like, uh, you know, they're in they're in that moment where they're like, Shh, I think I'm not going to ever vote that way again. Type well, of the thing. first the first proof that we've seen was you know NBC poll that came out yesterday or two days ago, forty one percent of of uh, approval rating. So I mean that's that's about. 10, 8 to 10% less than, I mean, it's really about 13, 14% less than it was when he first got elected. Obviously, who knows how real that, that poll is or accurate. But, I mean, when you got a liberal, when you got NBC's poll, which they, they normally poll way more Democrats than Republicans at right. 41%. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be bad. And, you know, and, I guess and the that, other. That's bef and that's before the 12 Americans servicemen were murdered today so what are we thinking about this whole listen like the election integrity stuff are we done caring about that now because it seems like they just keep moving the goalposts further and further to some future bullshit point where it's actually going to matter to anybody that can do anything about it no i mean pennsylvania as we know yeah those yesterday. those are all good though the, michigan yeah. pennsylvania those are all starting afresh and maybe could actually turn up something if there's not 78 roadblocks for it like they put in front of everything for maricopa but like yeah maricopa county though they're releasing oh, the, still, they're releasing their we're still waiting the report right yeah they're still releasing their report but it's an unfinished um unable to be like finalized report or something that everybody's going to be able to crap on right like the left won't even care about it because of that. I haven't even honestly with everything going down in the last week with Australia and right. Afghanistan, I a kind of, I kind of, and maybe this is why, I mean, this All is that part of going down. It, yeah. I mean, we're distracted with election integrity, even though the, thankfully the local politicians aren't. I mean, I, I watched war room two days ago and Senator Mastriano and, also, corn, uh, I think is. Um, I mean, there's two Republican Republicans on there. They got the subpoenas issued. Pennsylvania looks like it's going to go through. Michigan looks like it's going to go through. Georgia's already passed election integrity bill. So I mean, 
we're seeing change there, but obviously with what happened today, fraudulent elections have consequences. And the consequences of this fraudulent election today is a perfect example. I mean, we, we already know what happened on the border. We already see the fentanyl going up. We already have seen the, I mean, the border crisis is just absolutely insane. I mean, we could talk about that. And this, this, I mean, Alex has been to the border. We're about to bring her on here in about a minute. Um, the suicide rates, the inflation, the prices of food, the prices of gas. I mean, of all of these things that, we're, that we have seen, that's just been a complete catastrophe over the first seven months of this administration. And then you have Afghanistan. Right, which you can explain away some of this if you want. Presidents don't control gas prices. But like, okay, so specifically what do they do? Because right now everything's going to shit and everybody just keeps saying that it's Trump. But now there's only one person with the title commander-in-chief. I mean, I would say he's commander-in-sleep. But we have the commander that was, that was cheesy. That oh, was, my God. That was so cheesy. Own that. It Spread that on a bagel, bro. That was the creamiest, cheesiest fucking fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You almost, did you almost tweet that somewhere? Oh, my God. Oh, we need my the God. Laugh. The police are coming, bro. The police are coming. <laughs> Oh my god! My headphones. I couldn't hear it anymore. So I'm god, red. Look at me. I'm red. If you're watching on camera, I'm red right now. That was the, we so needed the good. laugh. We needed the we laugh. We did, bro. Break the ice, man. <laughs> yeah, that was great, dude. I've said a couple of those where I've been like, da -da 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 -da. man, and then I'm like, oh man. <laughs> you know, what? let's bring in Alex, because um, <laughs> we need to get the attention off me here. Alex, thank you. Uh, obviously, you're one of my best friends, especially through this whole social media um, conservative movement and everything. But we have we've had you on the Speak Truth Without Fear Lives multiple times, and you know we know that your husband's in the military; he's in the army. And this wasn't planned, but 15 minutes ago, uh, you know, you shot me a FaceTime right before, and I watched your you had an Instagram live right before this as well. I mean, I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through Twitter because I didn't know I was driving over to where we where I do the podcast, and I I'm seeing. Oh my gosh, twelve Americans died, and then I go on Instagram and I see Oladi going live. She's crying. I see you're on live at the same time. You're crying, and I'm realizing one how much this really does affect the average day American, even though this thing is thousands of miles away. Um, but Alex, how are you feeling? I mean, I know your husband. Well, first of all, welcome to the Speak Truth Off Your Podcast. Hello. And, um, Thank you for having you me. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, seriously. But what's your thoughts? I mean, you have a whole different perspective than we do. Um, yeah, I just want to hear what, you're th what, you're, what, you know, what you talked about on your live and your, how you're processing this. Yeah, um, well, I'm uh, being a big baby. I'm crying a lot. I've had a headache all day from crying. I think just because of all the emotions. I've really just, I've been crying out of sadness, obviously, for the lives that have been taken that could have been completely avoidable. Um, and then I'm crying out of anger because how did we allow this to happen? How did we allow this man to become president? How did we allow 
yeah. us to go through what we're going through and have the failed leadership and the corrupted leadership that we're going through right now in this country. You know, it's it's you know, I, I keep telling people that I knew that Biden's presidency was going to be bad, but I never thought that it would be this bad or at least this bad this quickly. I mean, we are seven yeah. months in 12 or I think it was is it 12 or 13? Because I keep seeing people say 13 and then some people say 12, but I think the Pentagon I, might have said 12. I have. No, you're right. It's right. As of right now, General McKenzie, uh, the CENTCOM commander, says 12 U.S. service members have been killed. Okay. 15 wounded. Yeah. Um, but that number's changing because we don't know what's going I mean, this is all happening real time. And there's supposedly there's three new explosions that just happened in the last 30 minutes. Yeah. So we don't know. So it'll probably go up. I, I pray to God that it doesn't. Um, but we need to ask ourselves, when was the last time this many of our troops were killed in a day? It was a decade ago, over a decade ago. Wow. Um, wow. This is absolutely absurd. This could have been completely avoidable. My husband could have been there. Um, his old unit that he was at is there right now. And wow. um, I, I'm so thankful that he's not there right now, but he does do the funerals. But 12 other families are 12 not. other families, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, as we're speaking, there could be families that are being that, getting that knock on their door right now Ugh. and seeing two service members standing in front of them telling them that their loved one isn't coming home, and I'm sorry if I get emotional, but it's just... No, you're fine. It's really upsetting. I mean, this... Because it, it could have been avoidable. You know, I mean, it's not even the fact of what well, we should have stayed in or we should have gotten out. It's the way in which this this exit has been implemented, which has just been an utter failure. And what makes it even worse is that where is this administration? Where is this president? They have not said one single thing. Within two hours of Derek Chauvin being... Uh, charged guilty of killing George Floyd. Oh man! The president and the VP were speaking to the people. Well, twelve Americans who were, were willing to lay down their lives for this country, but obviously didn't think that was going to happen. Twelve Americans served this country, and they can't get a single speech, a single tweet, nothing from the president. No, no, no knowledgeable announcement. No, nothing. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's talking about Women Equality Day and Build Back Better. What are you building back better? Our people are oh, dying. Our people are in danger. There's still Americans that are stranded that are probably not going to come back here because we can't get them. I mean, we're putting and we're also putting refugees before Americans, too. And don't get me wrong. I would love to help innocent civilians, allies, whatever. But our people come first. And there's still Americans that yep. are stranded there. We have uh, troops that are dying, that are being killed by these terrorist groups. And this is absolutely insane. And I'm just so disgusted. And I, I put on my Instagram, I, I put two tweets up on my Instagram. And one of them was just as simple as, I hate, I hate you. And I tagged Joe Biden. And I had, a, uh, you know, I had a lot of comments agreeing with me. And then a, a few here and there saying, well, that's not very Christian of you. I don't really care right now, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to act all holier than thou or this perfect Christian. I'm angry, just like every other American that loves this country and loves our military and loves the people that serve it and want to see their loved ones come home. We're angry and we deserve way better than this. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, I feel like that I feel like I would say right now, we could probably rally up a million people in the United States right now that would go give us a damn plain pussy. We'll go take care of these people the way you, you can't seem to. 
You can't seem to do it for some reason. I don't understand what the problem is, but if we're willing to do it, I damn well know that service members are willing to do it. And for some reason, you're not letting them do it. I don't know which deal you made with whoever, but whoever it was was more important than Americans to you, apparently. Seth Yon, who was uh, on our Instagram live last week, um, he's the Sorry U.S. men's. No, you're fine, dude. We're all pi- we're all pissed off right now. Yeah, if you're listening, we might have some curse words today. We know we try some to sniffles, keep it. You know, we you know some. We need to get that little beep. Um, but Seth Yon last two yeah, sniffles. I just got that last Tuesday. He was, I believe, he was on our our Speak Truth Out Your Instagram live show. He's a ex U.S. Uh, men's uh, soccer player. On top of that, he was in the military. He'd been deployed multiple times in Afghanistan. And then he was, he's been also part of special operations that they've rescued over 100 human trafficked girls. And he got shot four times last week when he was in South America. They rescued 14 girls. And he was supposed to be on our podcast um, this past Tuesday. But he wasn't able to make it. And the reason why is because after he just got shot last week four times, one of them in the neck. And he has nerve damage in his arm. And now he is flying right yesterday, took off. He's on his way to Afghanistan because him and and about 14 other um, ex-military are organizing planes to go and rescue these Americans because they're saying that between from their intel, seven to 10,000 at the minimum Americans left and left there that will be left after August 31st. And if we think that what happened today will not continue to happen, but even worse, like what, right, what we're experiencing today is child's play of what could happen after August 31st. We're not ready. Jack Pasopka just tweeted just now. He said, it's going to get worse, which is the most heartbreaking thing because we are going to see, there is a possibility of thousands of Americans dying at the hands and this blood is on the administration of Joe Biden and his entire damn cabinet. Man, if he does not, if he doesn't act right now, dude, there is going to be, I mean, there will be hell to pay, man. Like he said this, he said this one week ago, Joe Biden, which is very interesting. One week ago, quote, We made clear to the Taliban that any attack, any attack on our forces or disruption of our operations at the airport will be met with a swift and forceful response. End quote. All eyes are on you. And now it's crickets. Yeah, it's crickets. But then the other thing, here's Conspiracy Jordan that wants to come out. Was this plan to the point where now we stay in Afghanistan because of what just happened? Right. We I said up, that earlier. We don't have I, a false flag. We need one. Oh, they killed a bunch of Americans. Well, we really got to fix this. 20 more years. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was talking about that with my dad earlier. My dad is uh, – I got on the phone with my dad and he was just cursing up a storm. He was so angry. And I was telling him, I was like, obviously, like, you know, I, I was thinking, I was like, who knows? Maybe this could have been their plan all along which is absolutely horrendous. My friend that's in Afghanistan said that they told him only take one bag back with you when he, when he, because he had to X fact or whatever, they had to get out of there. But he said that they said only take one bag of your stuff back because you are coming back soon. That's what they were told. So he left 75% of his personal items where he was because he knows he's going back soon. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, this is I. That's it, huge. Joe loves war. No matter no matter what he says about how I I my son was served in Afghanistan and then I I want these wars to end and all this stuff is such bullshit such bullshit and it's it's just uh what was it four days ago when a reporter asked biden about isis and if isis would be a threat to americans what did he do he turned his back and walked away because that's what his legacy is going to be his legacy is going to be turning his back on this country because they don't care he is continuing the legacy of bill clinton george w bush and obama that's Mm -hmm. what's happening we had no new wars Yeah, they had a lot of catching up to do. I think I'm thoroughly convinced that what happened is Trump derailed them for four years and set their plans back by 30 percent. And then they were like, day three is the day that we start going hard. And so they didn't waste time. Like you said, Alex, I don't don't think they were trying to I don't think they want to risk anything happening in four years that could turn over their plan. So they're going, we are flooring it the whole time as Mm -hmm. fast as we can think the people will not revolt to. I mean, and, we and so they're moving got, everything. They they're moving everything everywhere at a, at such a rapid pace. Uh, Donald Trump had peace treaty peace treaties happening in the Middle East. Do you remember that? I mean, they were in Saudi Arabia. They were dancing up a storm. They had they rolled out the red carpet. Then there are peace treaties um, with the help of his son Kushner. Regardless whether you like him or hate him, he helped organize that deal. You had North and South Korea at peace where you had them cross over each other's lines for the first time in decades. Our, our relations with Russia was better. The only two countries, I was going to say one, but the only two countries that our relations got worse was with China and Iran. And the reason why is because Iran made a threat to America and China because they've been screwing us and they sent the COVID bomb all over the planet that has ruined every single country except their own. And now we have a fraudulent election in 2020 and we're paying for it to the point where we have, as of today, as of right now, as of 4.43 p.m. on Thursday, 12, mem- 12 uh, military service members have passed away. We're murdered. At least we don't have any mean tweets. Yeah. I mean, I hope their feelings were worth it. Dear God. I mean, this is, it's just, just absolutely insane. And, and no one, where, where are the celebrities? I where are the social justice warriors? Where are the leftists and all the people that had so much to say about Trump and so much to say for years? Where are they? They are so silent. All of everyone, every single social media influencer and celebrity that posted a picture of Joe and Kamala on their Instagram when they got elected as president, where are they now? Yep. I so, haven't I haven't heard anything from them. Well, where are the, where have been the Republicans? The Rep- I mean the Republicans have been pretty damn silent. I you mean, they, hear from them when they want to go viral on Twitter and that's about it. Like you got to give the Democrats credit. They kick our ass when it comes to the the messaging and how brutal they are. They're always on the offense. They impeach Trump for a damn phone call. A phone call. That wasn't even, I mean, Flynn lost his job and was destroyed because of a phone call that he was actually allowed to have that the Biden administration did the exact same thing when they got in office. Now, now speaking of where our Republicans, just in 10 minutes ago, Senator Josh Hawley calls for the resignation immediately of President Joe Biden. 
It's a good sign. It's the first time I've seen a senator do that. I think that's what needs to happen. I mean, he literally has blood on his hands. Yep. But what happens next then? They well, planned this. They planned this. So what happens next in their plan? Well, that's the that's the depressing Kamala part. Kamala comes in. She's yeah, more bought what? than anybody, and everybody hates her. She doesn't even have friends that would be like, hey, try to do this well. All she has is enemies that are going, don't forget. Don't forget what you owe me. Don't forget this. You know, all this. I mean, and she's going to just cave right over, dude. She's a, She'll be in a hard conversation. If I went toe-to-toe with that woman and was intense with her about something, she would do the, I'm laughing, and I'll, yeah, okay, no, you're right. That's who she is. You can tell. That's why she doesn't have any approval rating. She's the worst VP as far as the people approval rating, I think, ever. And she came in last in the Democratic primaries, and she slept her way to become the Attorney General of California, which is the only reason why she, that people even know who she is. I, didn't, I don't know anything about what she did or didn't sleep with. Oh, look up the mayor of San Francisco. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're screwed either way. Because then, then if not Kamala, Pelosi. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is just absolutely horrendous. I mean, this is, this is truly, truly horrible. And, and, and it's not even like, oh, we're in the last year of their presidency. Like, no, we're, we're in the, not even in the, we, have, we haven't even finished the first year yet. I mean, if this if this is just a like a trial of what we're going to be witnessing for the next three years, yeah, shit, I might not want to be in this country. Like, like what is actually going on now? We're 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 um, working with the Taliban. We're literally they've literally been posting that we're relying on the Taliban to keep the perimeter around the airport protected. Yep, you're completely well, right. Did we fall into the twilight zone? Yeah. We gave the Taliban all the names mm-hmm. of all of the Americans. What happens after August 31st when all of those Americans can't get out and now they know who they are, where they are, their names? This is crazy. I mean, this is crazy. This is a clown. And world. now imagine going in after October uh, or after August 31st and these bastards have a hundred uh, more hel- more Black Hawk helicopters than 166 other actual countries because we left them there for them. They could have used our bombs to blow up our own people today. Today, with yeah. our missiles or our bombs because we don't we don't know we got we left 80 billion dollars worth of military grade gear, missiles, helicopters, planes. Was it six hundred thousand weapons? I mean, it's just this is not normal. Did you say this many uh, people haven't died in a decade, Alex, in a single day? Um, in a in a single day. Um, in a single day. Yeah. So that's just pretty uh, pretty gut wrenching, I'd say. Um, I think when they first reported four, my I was already crying. Let alone twelve. Um, even one, even one would have been bad. We our our troops should not be getting killed and, and bombed, blown up right now. Um, and let alone, we don't even know if they're telling the truth. Oh, I, I, I did see that some people were saying that like, it could be a bigger number, but it's just what they're reporting. Right. 
Well, the Pentagon, the White House, the State Department has all been yelling, lying about everything, slow yeah. playing everything, yeah. completely de de deflecting on every single thing when it comes to this issue. Well, it comes to a lot of issues, right? Remember when they had the border uh, caravan that was coming up mm -hmm. and, all the, and all the photography and all the photos that you saw about that, how the people had brand new flip-flops and stuff like that? They were all they, they were heavy. They were heavy set. These yeah. weren't starving people. They were fully refreshed. There there was women that were laughing in one photo with their kids and then crying in the next one. They forgot to like yeah. so like lots of little like they uh like before and after photos of like blood on their face and then them wiping it off and stuff. Just enough stuff that it was like what in the world? This is not like a normal thing. And then I saw today a video of the explosion or whatever in Afghanistan, and I was like, this looks funny. And it's, I don't know, man. It just it just seems like there's just BS everywhere. And I, that's intentional. That's intentional because it makes you re resign out of um, weariness when you're trying to get to the bottom of a story. And you have to like do – you have to look at both sides and you have to go digging in articles and looking at – dude, it's exhausting. And people – won't do that. And they so then they just end up believing what they're told or what is mostly reported. Where are the celebrities, like Alex said earlier? Where are the social media influencers? Where is every single person that danced in the streets for this administration? Ev I mean, Sarah Silverman, Madonna, all these people that they worshipped and they said that Trump was the worst president would not have happened if there, the, all 12 of those American soldiers would be alive right now if the, the 2020 election was not stolen. Fact. Mm -hmm. It's a complete fact. Why? Because one, every single American would already be out. We, we, they canceled every policy when it came to this. Forget stolen. Forget stolen. Just if, 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 if people would not have voted for Trump we, or not have voted for Biden. Like you, whoever listened to this, if you happen to vote for Biden and you still might be in that position, just know this would not have occurred had you had everybody voted for Trump. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Trump's the best, but what I am saying is we all and he tried to warn you that the entire thing has been stupidly corrupt this entire time. And then and then now they took off the mask and you're seeing the tentacled monster behind what you believed was the good Democrat Party just trying to do whatever when they're creating more racism, when they're creating the loss of freedoms everywhere because of mandatory bullcrap related to COVID, and then you're watching our service members die and get disrespected everywhere while we hand other terrorist organizations $80 billion worth of supplies. Talk about American privilege. You should have voted for Trump. I know that's, I know that's like, how dare you? But I don't care. You should have voted for Trump. Biden was a dumb choice and you were misinformed and didn't do enough research. That's your fault. We were played. Um, Sorry to interrupt you. No, dude, you're fine. No, I think they should. I think they should feel the guilt. Because we have 12 families that are going to be mourning the loss of their brother, husband, father, whatever relationship that they had with that person. There are 12 families that are going to get a knock on their door. And, you know, and if you've seen those military movies, you know what I mean? You know, no, I know, I know. I mean, it's, it's not something to just gloss over. There are 12 families that are going to endure pain that no one should have to go through. And it's because of people like you, Biden voters that, 
your feelings were hurt or you're too sensitive. You didn't like somebody's tweets, so you decided to vote for a senile old man that would rather be on vacation, that would rather be sleeping, that would rather be eating fucking ice cream than to actually do his job. And then we have an administration that is, you know, and even if he is, if he's not even the one that's making the decisions, because who even knows how mentally there he is? We, we see it all the time. He's declining right in front of our eyes, in front of the entire world. And the thing is, is that people see it. People know how weak our leader is. The terrorists can see it. That's why they seized the moment. And look at what they're doing. Yeah. And obviously, like, yeah, I'm sure point. terrorists might have done this with someone else, too. But they, the thing is, is that they see how weak this nation is becoming. I mean, people used to fear America. And now we're a laughing joke. Now we're, we're, we're a joke to every other nation. And now they're killing our people. They're killing our troops. And what is our president doing about it? He's not doing a single damn thing at all. Yeah. So it is your fault, those who voted for, for, for Biden. It is your fault. You have blood on your hands just as much as Biden does because we wouldn't have to deal with this if he wasn't president right now. I mean, this is it's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. I'm so over this. Well, my pronouns and my feelings. No, no one gives a shit about your feelings. People are dying because. Yeah, that's that's the thing with the left's outrage about everything is that they are thinking that battle is fought in a very specific world about like a, certain kinds of oppression because they haven't ever tasted the brutality of actual physical violence. And yep. so they start chasing all these other butterflies and they start thinking that's the real... They need an enemy. And that, they need <clears throat> an enemy. Yeah, they need an enemy. So they start chasing these other little butterflies and they forget the other enemy will kill you and throw you off of a building if they get control. The only strong men in the world that your culture is allowed to exist inside of is cultures that was built by strong men that you are trying to destroy now. If the other strong men that we go against, Russian and Chinese mainly, were able to overcome the United States, the privileges that you enjoy because you're a weak person you cannot continue to enjoy because they kill people like you. <clears throat> and not only gay, it's not about gay. It's about, it's about uh, the, the trans idea, the idea that you don't want to have to do difficult things, the idea that you don't want to go to the gym, you don't want to become strong, you don't want to fulfill what is traditionally known as a gender role. It means that that role for the society is left empty. And what that means is that if a thousand men come right. against what we used to have as a thousand men and you chose it to be, nah, I don't think I'm going to have to do the front line, the whole society suffers. And our society is the only one that allows you to be the thing that you are, whereas the other societies would, would kick you out immediately. <clears throat> so stop shooting all of the soldiers that are on the wall in the back because of some dumb ideology that isn't rooted in actual hardship and actual problems. It's called American privilege. Everything that they hate is what they are taking advantage of. There is no way you can do 80% of the crap that they do in most of the countries around the world. And, And the proof of it is the fact that they're fighting and screaming and... Uh, making sure we have to help and get the Afghans and the refugees over here to the States 
Why? Because it's the best country in the world. It's the freest country in the world. And you have been shitting on our country for the last five years, telling us we're the most oppressive and we're the most hateful and we're racist and our country sucks. But then the moment that another country goes through a crisis that really is not our problem, and I don't know why we've been there for 20 years, but that's beside the point. The moment that there's a crisis, we got to get them over here or let the borders be open on the southern border. Why? Because we have the best, most free country in the world, on the planet. And so don't tell me that our country sucks. Don't kneel for the flag. Why? Because 13, 12 men died today for your freedom to be a bitch. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm mad today. That's right. No, that's I'm right. Mad. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, the reason you get to paint your toenails and get to play dress up and not function in society and act like everybody owes you something and collect welfare and demand that other Americans submit to your weird health conditions and weird rules and make everybody else take care of you. The reason that you've even been given a microphone in order to share that opinion is because strong men knelt down and gave yep. their life so that little dipshits like you are allowed <laughs> to have that position. <laughs> don't we went, don't ruin their life anymore. Stop voting Democrat. You still get Amen. to do all the weird shit that you want to do, except be lazy. We went all in on the cursing today. <laughs> we get know. a pass. Maybe uh, maybe bring our troops troops back, and then we can uh, replace them with those that hate this country so much. Yeah, I'm sure the Taliban will have a really good time with you. Send that I know. And to be specific, I'm not talking about like everybody in the U.S. I'm talking about the the largest fringe loud group that leads a lot of these. You know, the celebrities are all propping them up. The, the you know social media is propping those particular people up. So that's who I'm talking to. So sorry to it's, this, this is not anti-gay. I've got gay friends. Conservative aunt would agree with me right now. Yeah, he totally would. You know, and so it's not it's not even that. It's just oh, you get when, what you, I'm when you when you have. When you have, I've seen, we've all seen the signs and the banners, you know, pro LGBTQ for Palestine. Like, it's like, dude, I mean, you made a video on that, Ross. It's like, if you had that sign in that country, they would literally take you up on top of the building and throw you off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, that's what they would do. And so, and that is literally what we're talking about. It's called American privilege. And we blamed it on everything else. We've blamed it on race. We blamed it on white people and white supremacy. But really what it is, is your American privilege. Um, but with all that being said, and this goes back to the question, we'll, we'll wrap this thing up here in the next five minutes. But with all that being said, I said, you know, do we, do you guys think that Biden supporters are starting to wake up. I mean, I would definitely say the independents, the never Trumpers, the people that were in the middle that were like, oh, I hate Donald Trump. I hate the tweets. I kind of just rather have someone that's not going to be obnoxious and talk about himself and love himself and all be about the media. Those people, I really believe that they are like, oh my gosh, I wish I voted or I wish I didn't vote third party or I wish... I didn't vote for Biden. I think there is a group, big group there. And I think, you know, 9-11 was the one, the, it took travesty, took a terrorist attack with 9-11. But what happened, we saw the country unite because we had a common enemy. We had a common, we, for, the, for the first time, it wasn't about politics. It was Americans got killed and we know who the enemy is. For the last five years, we've had peace. 
we've known who we, we don't know who the enemy is. Oh, the media and the politicians that on the right and the left made Trump the enemy. And so that's that's why we've had this this split. But the question is now with this entire travesty in Afghanistan, do we think that the culture war or what in our culture are people going to wake up and say, oh, my gosh, we do have it good. Like, look at all of those children or look at those people that they were tying themselves onto it out the outside of a plane, risking their life, which they died to potentially get freedom to come to America, maybe we are good. And what I'm hoping is that is what is the case. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Um, I think that there's definitely people that are waking up. I've seen comments from both sides that have been really frustrated and upset over what's been going on. Um, and especially regarding Afghanistan, it's mainly been people, we've all kind of come together and had this common ground of we all dislike what's going on. Um, and the way this exit was implemented. Um, but it's quite shameful. It really is a shame that it took 12 of our troops to die in order for people to start realizing that maybe they made a mistake. Um, it shouldn't have to take people dying for pe if, to get it through people's thick skulls that they might be wrong in the way that they're thinking. And I'm not saying that conservatives are right all the time, um, but when it comes to being a Biden supporter, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just wrong. And I think it's 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 heartbreaking that twelve of our troops had to die in order for people to finally understand that maybe Biden isn't what's best for this country. Yep. It's good. Ross, you got any um you have any final thoughts as we wrap this thing up? <clears throat> sure. I think that everybody needs to stand up now. Get inconvenient now. Confront every lie now. Yep. Stand up to your family. Stand up to your friends. I don't mean be in butthole, but I do mean be confrontational and be unapologetic about what seems to be the truth. Yep. And uh, there's never there's never been a good time uh, to be inconvenient, but now is the last time. So you don't you don't not do it. You got to do it. Yeah, don't we have to don't start. stand down everybody listening now confront everybody now yeah we have to start being comfortable with getting uncomfortable we're in the place where we are we lost the culture the, the culture war because we remained silent mm -hmm. also known as the silent majority and it's time to take the gloves gloves off and that's happening all over the country which i'm grateful dude i want to i we normally don't do this but i want to prayer let's end with the prayer for the families um I'll just uh, close this out real quick. So Lord, we just one thank you. We just one remember first that you're on the throne and you are still in control and you can turn what the enemy has turned in for his plans and you can somehow turn it for good. And Lord, we just first pray for the 12 families where they are going to get the phone call or they're going to have a mil you know, the military show up at their door servicemen show up at the door and let, let them know the news. Lord, we just pray for peace, supernatural peace for them. Lord, I just ask for grace over their minds or that you would um, just somehow redeem the time and bring redemption to that family. Lord, I even p pray for our country and everyone that's been affected 
even the even the people in Afghanistan and every single American that was that is there. Lord, we ask for divine supernatural safety and bring them home. And we pray for the military that is still there. God, we just ask for supernatural safety for our military. And Lord, I just ask that you'd put divine protection. We ask that your angels would camp around them and that you would protect them in Jesus' name. We love you. Yeah, and Lord, I ask that you give grace to all of us that are talking about this, Lord, and having to lead the conversations on this, that we would remember what the true enemy is, Lord, and uh, that you'd help us stay focused on shining light, Lord, and uh, give us grace for the journey as it gets heavy and it's, 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 it's long and there's not a lot of enthusiasm that goes around sometimes, but remind us, Lord, of the hope that's in you and uh, bring peace to this country, Lord, and give us another 50, 60 years <laughs> before you return. That'd be great. We'll take it. In Jesus, Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, Good meeting, guys. hopefully... We'll be back next Wednesday on the podcast. Hopefully next Wednesday is a different mood and we have great news and something turns around from now and then. Alex, thank you so much. Again, if you, uh, Alex, your social media, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at living life like Alex, as well as on YouTube and Facebook. And then Twitter is at Real Alex Lanes. Yes, you guys have seen Alex all the time. She's been on our Instagram live multiple times. Yeah. Uh, She'll definitely be back and make sure you follow her. Her rants are incredible. And if you don't follow her on social media, you need to. So Alex, we love you. Thank you for joining us. Ross, love you, brother. And we will see you back on Wednesday. Thanks for joining the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. (laughs) 